Greetings from Longtime No See, the podcast. Every week, we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! What would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on? A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my God, Jack almost fell off his chair. Be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. You having a nice day? Consequence Podcast Network. And welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith With. It's the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org, Consequence, and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thank you, as always, for making your way here and, uh, and checking out the episode and the series. Uh, please, please do hit that subscribe button while you're hanging around. Uh, I put out three new interviews every single week, new and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones at iTunes, Apple Podcasts, at Spotify, Podchaser, NPR, WFPK.org, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcasts from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. And that's me, I'm Kyle Meredith. Today, talking with Youngblood about his new self-titled record, uh, Dominic Harrison. Uh, we're going to be talking about the, uh, well, the joy of the Midnight Album release. He'll tell us about the way he used to do that for bands like the Arctic Monkeys, uh, why he chose to self-title the record, uh, the criticism one gets when getting more famous and how those moments found their way into songs like Funeral. Uh, we're also going to discuss the, uh, the conversational style of lyrics he wanted to do this round, sampling the cure, channeling Radiohead in the jam, and uh, coming up alongside artists like Billie Eilish, Lil Nas X, and Mac Miller. It's all that and more. It's Kyle Meredith with Youngblood. Hello, Kyle, mate. How are you? Man, it's uh, I'm great. And uh, this has been uh, seriously one of my favorite records that I've heard this year. It is so exciting what you're doing Yay. on this album and the songs and everything. I know it's been a big lead up to it, but I just want to say first off, congratulations. Oh, thank you so much, man. It, make, it makes me so happy where you say that. It's like, it's it's pretty weird that it's finally out in the world, you know what I mean? And and people can do with what they will with it, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I know you've been doing a lot this uh, week too. I mean, uh, the release parties that, that have gone into this, uh, playing the LA. Why the LA Strip? Why was that important for you to play? Because you're doing multiple shows, right? I just think three shows in one night, live streamed all over the world. Literally what, like, watching me cross the road to walk to the next venue is just something I always dreamed of. I think it's a bit of a vibe in it. You know what I mean? Well, it's uh, interesting the way you've made it an event to this, this whole thing. You don't, you don't see that as much anymore. I mean, maybe you do, but the way you've made it, it really reminds me of those midnight releases and everything, you know, everybody lined up at the store at midnight and, and, and you've, you're kind of conjuring that. I mean, do you think about that, that, you know, when, when, once the album drops, that midnight moment when everybody is listening to it at the same time? Uh, fully, man. That's how I used to listen to records. You know what I mean? I remember when the Arctic Monkeys had dropped, we'd like literally I'd go to my mate's house and we'd sit and we'd like, you know what I mean, smoke a spliff and sit in my mate's room and just like listen to it once, not say anything to anybody, 
then listen to it again and then just chat about it till like two, three, four in the morning. You know what I mean? And I just think like, I don't know. I just want, I just think music's about people. You know what I mean? I think I love that idea. That's why we did like, we just hit, we hit nine cities in five days across America, did in-store shows, old school. I just love, I love bringing people together and I love, I love that music does that. So I think it's, it was just really cool. You know what I mean? It was really cool to do that. Well, you got the record, and the first thing that's sort of popped out to me is you went with the old self-title on this one. I did. Yeah. What? What? Why? What was the reason behind that? I think I'm understanding what what young blood is. Not in terms of definition, because I think if you ever define young blood, like it's over. You know what I mean? I think if it's defined by one thing, it's 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 flawed. The idea of young blood is is to express yourself without filter to be who you are, even if you change, even if you want to grow, whatever that is. But the feeling of it, you know what I mean? The feeling that I get when I look them in the eye, when they come to the show, when I, they're lining up outside the venue for two days before I come, like the feeling of that they, they give to each other. I always say that, I'm like, when you come see a younger show, don't just watch me, watch them, watch the communication between them and the, and the sense of freedom and the release, man, that's what's rare about it, I think. And I think I wanted to inject that spirit into this album. And I, I don't know, man, like right now, nothing else makes sense. I was originally going to call it You Only Lose When You Stop got, Getting Up, but Youngblood says that. It says everything I want to say right now. Well, the album says a lot uh, all throughout it. And to open up with a song as powerful uh, as the funeral, which seems like it says its own thing. And in, in, I mean, you open up with the funeral. Like, why did you want that to be the opening statement? And, and how does it set up the rest of the record? It, it was actually the first song that came out. That's why I think like it kind of felt right more so than anything. It was like, I, um, when you, I think when you like, just like deciding the sound of an album, you can't really decide it. You know what I mean? It's like, you can't be like, all right, the album's going to sound like this. You have ideas, but it's almost got to pick you. It's like a bit in Harry Potter, you know what I mean? Like the one chooses the wizard, Mr. Potter. You know what I mean? It's like that. It's like, oh, and I just went to us. I went to my mates. I, I recorded this whole album in a bedroom in Glendale, by the way, which is pretty wild. And I met, went to my mates out and just this sound of... It just really resonated with what I was feeling at the time. The whole world had an opinion on me. Youngblood is getting so much bigger every day that a subculture that was like formed on love was been permeated by the mainstream and the idea of like hate started to bleed into it and questioning of authenticity and everyone just had something to say about me. And I like to kick the bear me. You know what I mean? If the bear's biting me, I'm going to bite it back right on the ear. You know what I'm saying? And, um, and that, feeling from the drum kit but it just felt like all right then come at me and i had a feeling in my belly and it just i was just like right then in this song i'm going to list off everything i'm insecure about because i want people to put this song on and know that if you come to terms with what you don't like about yourself then nobody else can say nothing because you take the power back and it's like i'm dancing at the kind of the lowest point in my life the funeral i'm literally at the end but if I'm boogieing at it and I'm dancing and I'm shaking my hips at it, I don't mind if anyone turns up. I don't mind if a thousand people turn up. I don't mind if no one turns up because I'm all right with it. And I think that was a good place to start. Well, and it's 
I, I sort of, you know, when I listened to the record, I did think of it almost as an arc. And I don't know if you planned it like that, but but to start with the funeral and then to end with the boy in the black dress. I mean, you talk yeah. about owning something. Did you consider it in that way, how that song even speaks to, you know, where you are at the end of the record? That, that was it, man. I think, to be honest, as I say, like, I, 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 um, I've never really never really sung about me that much you know what i mean it's like it's always been about a specific thing with me records it's been about like rights within gender within and uh, in mars and and like sexual assault and polygraph eyes and gentrification i love you when you marry me and you know what i mean teenage suicide and super dead friends it's always been about something specific and i just thought it was about time to be like all right then i'm gonna write about me i'm terrified but like this community has given me an opportunity to to feel loved and to feel protected by, by owning who I am, you know what I mean? And, and uh, it's almost like a three minute song being like, hello, this is me. I'm Dominic Harrison. I'm from the North of England. I'm 25 years old. I wear a skirt sometimes and I fucking, and, 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 and I've felt pain and I've felt love and I've felt abandonment and I've felt betrayal and I've felt energy and I've felt acceptance. You know what I mean? And I think in that song, I wanted it to, to be almost like in this world, people are going to ridicule you for telling the truth because they're afraid of it. Because if you tell the truth, it forces them to face the truth too. And sometimes people don't want to face the truth. So I promise you, if you're out there and you're going through some kind of manipulation or being ridiculed or, or being oppressed for being who you are, I believe that it's, to be who you are is the most beautiful thing in the world. And I promise you, the person who's ridiculing you for it is going through something themselves. That's why they're doing it. So don't let it get to you. Keep your head up. It's surprising to me. Like you also guessed it on uh, on Demi Lovato's Freak. And I was thinking about that in this. So much about what's going on in this generation feels like, you know, we're talking about mental health more than ever. We're, we're talking about, you know, owning yourself in the public eye, you know, just being yourself. And it feels like it should feel normal by now. And, you know, I take that word freak again, but then again, why doesn't it? I just think like, I think it's, it's, it's uh, the more, the more people do it, the more people kick back. That's the point. You know what I mean? But I think with me, I think like, that's the thing. It's tall poppy syndrome, isn't it? It gets that eye and then it gets wanted to get cut down. And I think like, I even felt that inspired a lot on this record. You know what I mean? I was like, the first two albums, it was so beautiful. It was like, after Weird went number one, it got a bit dark because you um, you go to a place where, you know what I mean? You didn't really expect to go where it, it gets, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And, and, uh, and people start to know it more. And what is what is surrounded by so much love, the other things start to get involved, and other, another concepts start to get involved, and it kind of can be a bit trippy, can't it? And we'll be right back right after this. Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Lil Tullest, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. 
keep the music flowing, we'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. Shout out to uh, Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. Uh, I, I live in Kentucky, in the Midwest, and allergies... Yeah, I suffer. When I say I suffer from allergies, I suffer from allergies. And around here, everyone I know deals with allergies to some degree. And for a long time, I thought it was just something that I would have to live with, which is a real problem um, for anything, but especially when you're a radio host. It affects my voice. It affects my mood. It affects everything. And I feel like I've tried every, I've tried all the medicines. Some of them work better than others, but there's there's never a perfect one out there, especially because some of them take forever to actually work and some of them don't work at all. And then there's Astapro, the fastest solution to nasal allergy symptoms. It's what I use now and it's definitely changed my life. Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24 hour over the counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Uh, Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. With all the pollen in the air, with all the dust around the the corners of the house, uh, even with uh, the allergies I have from my dog, Astapro has been the nasal spray that has helped me with all of my allergies. And it can help you to get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with Youngblood. Well, I'll also say that the way the way you approached your lyrics, which, I've, again, I've always been a fan, but there seems to be something heightened going on in this. I mean, I think I Cry Too might be some of the best lyrics that you've ever pulled out. Ah, uh, thank you. Yeah. And just these lines, I mean, I'm just looking at random lines here. I mean, die for a night, you know, pain is a language I can read. And mad almost seems like a thesis at some points for the, for the entire record. Did you, did, I don't know if you think that this closely about it, but how did you want to actually approach the lyrical side of this? Can I tell you something? Everyone within my fan base really wraps around my lyrics. I think it's kind of almost like what what people like the most about my songs is what I say because I think it's all about the truth even if it gets me in trouble and I have I kind of like when people kind of say this to you a lot and and really get the words tattooed on the body and 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 take them with them through the life. There's a real responsibility. I don't want to let them down. So with this album, I was like, I really need to make sure that I'm, 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 I'm pushing myself to, to write the best words that I got and to really put my soul into this record because I owe it to everyone that listens to my music. You know what I mean? To like give them everything from me, you know? And, uh, and I had just so much to say, like, 
my favorite one of my favorites is die for a night pain is a language i can read so i'd rather remain illiterate tonight so i can sleep i know it'll come out eventually but I, uh, can you show signs of weakness asymptomatically all i want is a cigarette but i realize i've got none left i always wonder what it would be like if i would die for a night would anyone like it would anyone mind it if i could die for a night but i don't know what i'm talking about you know what i mean when i read it like that it just sounds like i'm talking to you and I wanted these songs that I cry to and die for a night and cruel kids almost to not, and mad, almost to not be songs. They're almost like thoughts. It's like a two minute thought. It's like, yeah, it just real straight out of me, straight out of my body onto a piece of paper and given. It's not about, I'm going to make a song now. It's like, okay, what am I feeling like? And I think that's, that's why people resonate and connect with it. You know what I mean? And even the moments where you hold up the mirror, I mean, uh, tissues, you know, the latest single, great video, by the way, but, uh, you, you know, everybody wants to be adored and that's, you know, a little, we'll throw back to sh- some shoegaze, late 80s shoegaze and that line to me and that moments, you know, and it fully, fully. I think that, that, that I love that song. You know, I mean, it's so new wave. I'm obsessed with new wave. I'm obsessed with it. Well, that's it. You, you called even, I think you said something about uh, this song in this video. Of course, we have, you know, it's got the Cure sample in there. It's so awesome. But you said this is a new era. You know, what what, what exactly yeah. do you mean with that? I just think it was like, it, no one's seen me dance. No one's seen me move. And no one's, like, I think in, in art form, you know what I mean? You see it at the shows and you see the spirit. Like, again, I keep talking about the spirit of the community. That's what's in this album. It's like, the spirit of everything at the live show. And I just wanted to be like, I just want to dance, man. I just want to dance. I want like suit. Like when I was writing that song, the session was just not good. I've been in for six hours and the studio just looked like a padded room to me. You know what I mean? I was like, no way. I hate this place. I was ready to call it. But then like, literally like, we just like, yo, let's have a cigarette outside, pick up some beers. And just like vibe out, you know what I mean? We've got the studio, it's sick, you know what I mean? Candles are on and that. And we'll just listen to some music. And then like... Sure, close to me came on. And I just got up and I was just shaking my ass. And I was like, whoa, this needs to... I, we need to do a... I need to do a Youngblood song with this feeling. I need to just be able to, like, I felt like I was in Footloose or something. You know what I mean? I'm like <laughs> bouncing about the studio. And I love that music can do that. Like a, a, from, a, from a room that felt like a padded psych ward got turned into like, I don't know, the Hacienda in Manchester. I was like, I am vibing. You know what I mean? And then I said to me, producer, I was like, right. I was in with Paul Meany and Matty Schwartz and Chris Creato. And Paul Meany is in a band called Mute Math and did uh, a lot of the new 21 Pilot stuff. And I said to Paul, I was like, right then, buy the song on iTunes and chop the sample and loop it. Put it in Logic and chop the sample and loop it for forever. And, um, and he did. And I just went, put me in the booth. Feel left out. I was like trying to be like, you know what I mean? best Mick Jagger impersonation I could do. And then my mate started playing the line. Jake started playing the line. And his guitar tone sounded like, it sounded like major reptilia by the strokes. And I was like, whoa, this is sick. So originally it was going to be like verse into a chorus like that. And then, and then um, 
And then I, just, I was like, no, I need to sing that. And I had this line, I had this lyric written in my notebook. I'm in love again, but tomorrow I'll be sad. And that felt so like Susie Sue. It felt so big air and lipstick and dark eyeliner. It felt so gothic, goth pop, you know what I mean? And I was, and then I just sung, can't keep holding my breath. God forbid you leave me like I'm arrested. I'm in love again. And tomorrow I'll be sad. And everyone went, whoa. And it was over. <laughs> and then, you know what I mean? There's so much in there. There's so much, like the jam. Everybody wants to feel love. It felt like a, that's entertainment or something. You know what I mean? All those old records that I fell in love with, like Town Called Malice, like my, my, my alarm clock song, all those songs that I adore. I, I, like me and my guitarist look to each other with tissues and we're like, we get to play this song forever. You've made your own classic with that one. Feels wild. It feels, yeah, it feels like it'll be around forever. You know what I mean? Those moments, I heard you talking about Radiohead too. And one of the songs, what was that? Uh, Cruel Kids. Like, I, I think you said, yeah, right. Which you can't see it. Got to put Kid A poster right on the other side of the screen here. I mean, that's just. You know, you know. I mean, with all the reverse snares, is that, you know what I mean? As it opens up the abs. Like all that stuff, wild and the kind of the delays and the reverbs on the guitars that like are then reversed too. Like that's what I want to do with it. Like it's really a big homage, great British music. This album, I think, and it's got another another one of those lines, another one of those so many lines that I had to earmark where art is dead, killed by information. Like yeah. that's. That's it. That's like graffiti on a wall, you know, in the best way, in the best compliments. Yeah, I think him art is dead, killed by information. I feel so fucking frustrated because I'm guilty too. You know what I mean? I think like everything right now can be so based on a moment and based on a trend that nothing's going to, I feel like a lot of stuff's not going to last forever. You know what I mean? Like you think about hits last year, I can't remember them. I probably can sing them, but I can't remember them. Don't like me alive. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah, there's probably a lot of disposable stuff and maybe that's always happening, but you know, with just so much being pumped out at all times, how could most of it, you know, stick around? Yeah. It's, yeah. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. I think like there's, 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 there's few artists out there like that, that I believe like are going to be around forever, but then I feel lucky to have come up with artists in this generation. I feel lucky to come up come up around Mac Miller, Lil Pete, Billie Eilish, Lil Nas X. Like, I really believe these artists said something and brought something into the world. You know what I mean? Like, and really formed their own cultures. You know, I, um, I think, I think, I think it's exciting too. Amongst all the shit, there is some incredible, beautiful, uh, Post Malone, like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, era defining artist too you know well i certainly appreciate what you're doing as well on this one and uh i'm looking forward to the live show i hadn't even said it. i think you're gonna be here in louisville you know louder than life festival i believe here in just a few yeah weeks that's too, gonna so. be crazy man yeah i'll be there louisville, i'll be out there in the crowd on that one so oh, i can't wait i'll be mental i'm excited to play the new ones live it'll be wild I'll be looking forward. Dom, thank you so much for taking the time to talk about it. Again, congratulations on this new Young Blood thank record. Thank you, Kyle, man. Thank you so much, brother. Love it, man. Have a beautiful day. My thanks to Young Blood. The new self-titled record is out now. 
thanks to you as well for, uh, again, checking out the episode and the series. Please do hit that subscribe button before you get out of here uh, to keep up with all the interviews that we put out. New and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at iTunes, Apple Podcast, at Spotify, Podchaser, NPR, WFPK.org, or anywhere you get your podcasts from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. Then after that, head over to WFPK.org, where I do a show Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern. An hour full of song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, bonus interviews. That's Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern, at WFPK.org. Consequence has your music and film news. You can also find me on the old social media spots, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all three of them. The address is at Kyle Meredith. I do hope you like and follow along. And that does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. Same, man. I'm buzzing. I'm fucking buzzing. Rocking. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media.